I believe that one quality one must have to give good advice is the love of people. It is impossible to have the desire to give great advice to people that you don't love. So you have to have a desire to have a great love for people also. So that's why in this episode, you're going to have the opportunity to eavesdrop on a transformational conversation that I have with someone who I believe is not only having a desire right now to help people through his counsel and advice, but he also has a desire to love people. He has a great love for people. He served in ministry for 25 years and counting, and he also served our country in the United States Marine Corps for 20 years. He's also the lead pastor of Seastone Church, my home church, right in New Bern, North Carolina. Today on the show, we're going to have Pastor Jake Corkian. With that being said, let's hop right into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk. Uh, we are now on episode number four. Um, these past few weeks, we've talked about Christians and bad advice. And we're on episode number three, where we're going to expound upon um, the part in the first episode and the part in the second episode where I talked about um, authenticity and consistency. And so, as I said in the introduction, um, one of the you know, when we talk about bad advice um, or advice just in general, uh, one thing that we need is authenticity and consistency. And so um, I actually stole that from someone. And so you're going to meet who I stole that from in just one second. Um, as, it, as I said in the introduction, we have my uh, lead pastor, Pastor Jake Corkian, um, as a special guest for this episode. So uh, you're going to hear from him. I stole this from him. So we're going to expound upon that a little bit more. And we're going to talk about just authenticity and consistency and why Christians give um, bad advice. Pastor Jake, what's up, Pastor Jake? How are you doing today? Hey, what's going on, Kelvin? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So I told the people that I stole the quote from you. So I, um, I'm going to give you credit for that, which I always do give you credit. <laughs> That's all good <laughs> for that. So, um, so yeah, so we're just going to start off with, um, some of these questions that, that I have. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, you've been in ministry for 20 plus years. Um, if you served in a leadership capacity also for 20 plus years in the military, um, but before you actually stepped into some of the leadership roles that you did, um, what's an example of experiences, where you've seen authenticity and consistency in your own life with people who were mentors for you or in leadership over you? Oh, yeah. So um, honestly, it's something that was lacking a lot in my experience. Um, oh, wow. Authenticity and consistency is something that uh, I didn't see a lot of. Wow. And so in military and even in, um, in ministry, um, and I even mimicked some of those, uh, you know, some of that, some of that bad behavior 
um, which which caused a lot of caused a lot of hardship that I could have avoided if I had more consistency uh, in the leadership and authenticity in the leadership when I was being trained up. So that's why it's always been a thing for me, uh, for the people that I'm I'm training up and, and talking to that they understand the importance of authenticity. And we, you know, a lot of times mimic what we see and yeah. we, we follow what we're taught. Um, so one of the other things I tell people all the time is you can expect what you tolerate. You cannot expect what you don't train. So if you tolerate inconsistency and a lack of authenticity in your own life, then you can expect that from the people that are following you, watching you, looking up to you, all that kind of stuff. But I've also had on the other side, great, you know, great leaders too. And, um, you know, in, in, in military and in ministry. And, um, so, so an example of a group predecessor at the church I'm at now, um, when I got here, he was, uh, he was a, a true father figure for me in ministry and, um, what he said he would do for me, he did. And one of the statements he looked at me and said, uh, he said, uh, Jake, you know, you've never been. You've never been fathered in the ministry. You've always, you know, you've always been um, given opportunities to do things, but you've never been fathered. And from that moment on, he was very consistent in his love for me, um, in his discipline of me, in his expectation of me. And he mirrored that in his own life. He never faltered in that. And so I feel blessed because I've been able to see both sides, man, the effects of a lack of authenticity and consistency, as well as the effects of somebody who is authentic and consistent. And so that's why I tell people all the time that when I'm teaching young men, <clears throat> young people in ministry now um, or even in life now, um, the, the value of being authentic and consistent in everything that, that you say and everything that you do. So it's, it's a big deal, man. It really is. And one thing that you always say is, is that, um, is that you know, the, the apologetics for today, the way that we argue our faith today is through our authenticity and our consistency. And so you're the first person that I have like ever heard say that. And so, um, like, uh, you know, and we've, we've talked about it before and, and I've talked about it a little bit with our youth group, but one of the questions that I really had is, you know, why is having authenticity and consistency the best way to argue your faith and the standards that we're called to live by, um, as Christians? Yeah, that's a good question. Everybody, somebody's watching everybody. You know, it doesn't really matter how old you are. Man. Somebody's watching everybody. And you can see it in little kids, man, when you work in, you're looking at the nurseries and the and the preschool classes. And if you go and spend any time around kids, um, they're watching each other. And and one kid's behavior, if you allow it to 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 continue, the rest of the kids eventually begin to mimic that behavior. And so I think in the human condition, we, we tend to look at people, other people, and we want to emulate or imitate you know, who they are and what they are. So as people of, of faith, you know, Matthew 5, 37 says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything more than that comes from an evil place is what it says, a place of our own understanding, a place of our own ambition. So when we say authenticity and consistency, all that really means, Kelvin Man, is this. And if, if it's been revealed to you by scripture, if the Lord's revealed something in your life that needs to change or something needs to be added to your life, scripture and prayer and your and your development and your faith then let your yes be yes your no be no that means if god's revealed it to you man live it out to the best of your ability and if god hasn't revealed it to you don't try to fake the funk yeah because you can't give somebody something you don't know you're just imitating something that you think you know 
and it, and it might be skewed. And, and we got to understand that if we try to live, you know, fake, uh, you know, out, outside of conviction, outside of revelation that God's given us, then it's really our own understanding. And, and we're not supposed to live according to that. We're supposed to be according to his will, his purpose for our life. And so just be authentic and consistent about the things that God's called you to do and be. And that's it. And if you if every day you get up and say, Lord, what would you have me do today? And you walk that out to the best of your ability. You're constantly in the word. You're constantly in the will of God for your life. You got your yes, BS, and your no, be no. Why do you do it that way? Because I believe this is the will of God for my life, according to this revelation of scripture. And I'll do my best to do it. That only will be perfect. It just means we're doing our best to follow it out. You know? Yeah. Exactly. That's that's so cool that you say that, because one thing that um that I said in these past couple episodes is, you know, we're still representing Christ, even in the advice that we give and the counsel that we give. And so it was like, how can you expect someone to live a standard that you're trying to bring them up to if they don't even see you living that standard to the best of your ability, if they don't see you consistency, consistently living in that? And so you know, I love I love that you said that because like you can't you can't give something that you don't have. And so if you're trying to give advice to people um, or give counsel to people in a certain season of their life or in a certain area of their life, man, if they don't if they don't see that in your life, if it's not real, if 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 your walk with Christ isn't real to them, um, they're most likely not going to receive some of that counsel or some of that advice that you give or they're going to smile and be like, yes, yes. And then they're going to turn around and do the opposite of what you've given them, because um, because, you know, we haven't um, people who don't live consistently and authentically in their faith walk, they're not going to be able to give the people who they're trying to counsel or who's under them. Um, they're not going to be able to give them effective advice because they're going to say something and they're going to turn around and see that their lives are totally opposite of what they've been saying. So I love that you said that. So um, I really have to ask you this one um, is like, why do you feel that Christians give maybe muddy advice um would you say that it's because of their lack of authenticity and consistency or would you say um you know it's just a lack of you know taking hold of what god has given us um like the holy spirit that lives on the inside of us or or the bible his word that he's given us to as the as the standard for our life well you know calvin man that's a good question too because i think inherently most people that say they're believers and followers of Christ, I don't think they intentionally give bad advice. Yeah. I don't think that they are going out there saying, you know what, I'm going to intentionally mess this person's life up. Yeah. Um, I think that, that a lot of that comes from a place of pride um, and yeah. even maybe also a place of fear because, um, you know, there, there's a there's a quote that there was a football coach who made a quote that said, lack of preparation makes cowards of us all. Yeah. And that means know in a competition physical competition if you're not physically prepared to enter that competition a lot of times you won't perform your best or you won't go into it with the, the confidence that you need and i think the the reason that, that you hear uh, bad advice or inconsistent advice coming out of a lot of believers is because um they haven't taken the time to become like colossians 2 6 and 7 says and we, we studied that all last year oh yeah they, not rooted, built up, and established in their faith. Colossians 2, 7, 6 and 7 literally says, be rooted, built up, and established in your faith, just like you've been taught, overflowing with thanksgiving, um, or joy, or a peace, or a confidence. And I think bad advice simply comes from a lack of knowledge. 
it comes from a place of, man, I know the Bible says something about this. So I'm going to, I'm going to fill in the blanks with my own understanding. And again, when we start putting our own opinion in there, that's where we mess up because God's ways are solid. They don't change at all. Matter of fact, Malachi 3, 6 says, for I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. I never change. I'm going to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. My ways never change. Yeah. If it was a sin 100 years ago, it's a sin now. <laughs> yeah. We don't change. We try to justify actions and things because either it's in our own life or we just don't understand the promises that are contained in the Word of God for the situation that we're faced with in somebody else's life. And so we, we end up giving bad advice or advice that we wouldn't even follow ourselves. Yeah. Um, because it's not really in the Bible. And then people look at the Bible and say, well, this didn't happen or this didn't work out like you said, but it was never in the Bible to begin with. The Bible didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Jake said that or, or Kelvin said that. And, yeah. then, and so now we have an inconsistency in what the Bible says. And then that becomes a failure in the Bible, which means that God is a failure. And, and so you see how it can really quickly you know, collapse somebody's faith. Mm-hmm. So we have to be authentic and consistent. And sometimes that means, hey, you know what, Kelvin? I don't know, man. I don't know, but let's go in the Bible, man. Let's go get some coffee, man. Let's go get a donut, piece yeah. of cheesecake, and let's uh, yeah. talk. And let's go sit down and let's let's, let's see what the Bible says about it. Because I don't know, man. I'd like to know too. Let's go. Let's go see what God's going to do for us. And and I think that's that's authentic. That's consistent. Yeah. You know. You know. So many times in my life, where I've seen like examples of people just being super authentic and consistent. Like when I've came to them, I'm like, hey, you know, I I don't know how to deal with this thing, and they're like, well. I, I don't know either. Like, let's, let's figure it out. Let's walk through it. But man, that spoke, that spoke more volumes to me than, than if they would have tried to give me something that maybe they didn't have, or if they tried to fill in the blanks of what, of what the Lord says in his word and, and what, and what the Bible says. I mean, like, you know, like um, a lot of times I, I, I spoke last on the last episode, I talked about silent sermons. And so like, you know, you can, you can almost guarantee that, by you know by the counsel and the advice that some people give i mean you can you can almost guarantee that they follow it by what you see in their life um when they're not talking when they're not speaking the nonverbal um side of the of the of the advice and things that they give and one sunday i remember you said that you know sometimes people see your faith and people and you and you show your faith the most by the way that you stand just in situations where and the way that you get back up in situations where it could have knocked you down and you should have stayed down, but you got up. And so, you know, just in situations like that, like, you know, they didn't give these profound words in situations where they just stood. They just made the decision to just stand. And so just by a decision that they made in their own personal life, they were able to witness to so many people and give advice and counsel to so many people in a nonverbal way just by them standing. And so I think that's I think that's so good. I mean, so the last question that I have is, is, is what is your, what is the best advice you would give to someone who may feel that they lack authenticity and consistency in their own walk with God? Well, you know, the, the thing I would tell them, man, is just be steadfast. Um, you know, be steadfast in, in who you are and who God is. in you. when I say steadfast, I mean, continue moving forward. You know, you want to, you want to be pushing forward all the time. You know, Paul, Paul said that this one thing I do, man, forgetting everything that was behind me, I press forward to the prize. You see, Paul, you know, Paul in the Bible, he, he, was, a, he was a murderer. He was a tyrant, man. He was, 
he did all these bad things, but when he when he came to a, a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, his life was changed forever. And his comment after that was like, Lord, what would you have me do now? Because he knew that everything he had done up to that point what didn't matter uh, because Christ wasn't there. And so my advice to people that are trying to build in their faith is simply that every day, wake up every single day. When you wake up, man, start your day off with that question. Lord, what would you have me do today? And be steadfast in your, in your faith walk, be consistent in your, in your Bible reading, be consistent in your prayer life and be consistent in your journaling. If you do those three things, if you do those three things, then you will, you will gain in your knowledge of who God is. You will gain in your wisdom of how to apply it to your life. And, that, and if you take those things and as God reveals things to you, apply them to your life and do your very best to walk them out. Man, every day when you take a step, every day when you take a step, it's you're going to be further and further on in your maturity in your faith. And people of what we would consider, you know, small steps of faith is simply the number of steps that they've taken. When David went out there and killed Goliath, out there, everybody says that was a great step of faith. But for David, it was just the next step. It was just one more step because he had already been uh, in, in the battle with yeah. other struggles and other things before. He had been taking these faith steps one at a time. He just took more steps. And in our faith walk, that's what we got to understand. One person's faith isn't greater than another person's faith. It's just that the person who's had more life experience in that has taken more faith steps. Therefore, yeah. their faith is further along than where somebody who is maybe a little bit more, a little bit more new in it. That's why I love Romans 12, too. And I'll, I'll end with this. It says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed. How? By the renewing the tests. And you'll be able to prove for what's God, what is God's good, pleasing and perfect will. Um, all, all it says is, man, put the word of God in your heart. Put the word of God in your mind. Pray about it and journal about it. And apply the things God reveals to you every single day. And if you get up every day, say, Lord, what would you have me do today? And you walk that out to the best of your ability. Man, you can't go wrong. Yeah. You can't. You can't go can't. wrong. That's possible. <laughs> I I love that. I um man, like I I, I remember uh I had a I had a good friend and he was going through a lot. And he was like, he was like, man, he was like, I just want to see what's what's on the other side of what I'm going through. And I said, well, man, the only way you can see what's on the other side, if you just keep moving forward and you keep walking, you know, if you keep just keep moving towards what's on the other side, that's the only way you're going to see what's on the other side. And I'm running two and a half miles. Um, if I'm going on a run, I'm running two and a half miles to one destination and back. The only way I know whether I had the perseverance to get back is if I just keep running. It's just the fact that I keep running. And so as I start to get in certain situations where maybe I'm in a competition or maybe I'm in a situation where I actually have to run two and a half miles to get away from something or, or, or to actually show um, that I have the aptitude for running or whatever, a high aptitude for running or whatever, you know, I've already ran those two and a half miles multiple times. I've already know what it's felt like to be gassed and for my legs to be all cramped up and for me to have Charlie horses all over the place. So when I get in a situation like that, I already know what to do. I already know what it feels like. So I'm able to do that. And so, man, I just, I love that. So pastor Jake, I just thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, it's, it's almost like they hear from you all the time because I'm always using your sermon notes and stuff, but, um, but it's just, it's great, man. It's great to hear you. It's great to have you on the show. And, um, in the yeah. next episode, um, we're going to be talking about something, uh, that's, that's very good. 
something that could be controversial. I don't know. Um, and uh, and also very soon, you could be able to check all these episodes out on our new website. So I'm super excited for that. And uh, Pastor Jake, do you have any closing words for the people? Hey, man, no, I, I love what you're doing. Kelvin. I love what, you, what, what you're uh, what you're bringing to the table with these discussions. Man, you're doing you're doing a great job. I'm just so proud of you. Uh, and there's there's a lot of people in your generation uh, that are doing great things. One of the things I hate hearing, man, is is all the negativity about your generation. Yeah. Uh, there are challenges, uh, but there are influencers that out there like yourself and others, man, that are, that are making a positive influence and impact. So I just hope all your listeners appreciate that about you yeah. uh, and your steadfastness, man. We talked about that authenticity, consistency, and yeah, uh, but you're you're one you're one of the influencers, man, doing a good doing a good thing um, for for your generation and for the community that we're part of, man. So I just want to say thank you to you, man. And, Man, you want to talk about somebody blown away? Man, I am so blown away. I just want to give another thank you to Pastor Jake uh, for taking the time out to um, just get on the show and to drop some gems. I hope you were listening. I hope you were paying attention, taking notes. Man, it's just been wonderful. I couldn't have picked a better way to end these talks that we've been having on Christians and bad advice. Listen to me. I want you to do me one favor, a big favor. Be sure to share, 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 and leave a review because that's how we get the word out to other people so that they might hear about what we've been talking about. We want others to eavesdrop on the same conversations that we've been eavesdropping on. So with that being said, man, next week, we're going to have an opportunity to eavesdrop on a very, very controversial a topic that I believe may be a surprise to others and not so much of a surprise to some also. With that being said, I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye-bye.